0: Friends, skip here. Next episode of Finding Meaning. It is March twenty first, twenty twenty three. Standing in my living room, uh, getting ready to do some uh, domestic things today. Got to paint the bathroom ceiling. Um, and there's my cat, our pod cat, Shadow. Um, I am. Uh, what I do for a living is I'm a substitute teacher and uh some days I work some days I don't, and so today is one of those days when I am not working so uh it is eight o five a m and uh thought it would be a good time to give a podcast, although I don't think my cat is agreeing she wants me to sit down uh, so let's 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 get to our let's get to our topic let me uh let me tell you a little a little story or a big story i guess uh probably the thing that led up or one of the things that led to my great epiphany and and i i literally can trace my uh newfound self to a single moment to a single epiphany but there were a lot of things that had to happen in order for that realization, for that veil to drop away and for me to finally see that the reason uh, all of these struggles are taking place in my life, and, and, and don't get me wrong, they still do to, to a much less degree, but the reason all the struggles are taking place in my life is because I kept trying to fix my life with broken tools, with tools that can't fix your life. I was trying to fix my life from uh, a set of ideas or concepts that were fashioned out of people who were just as broken as everybody else. So let me uh, let me let me tell you one of the one of the final um, one of the final things that really set it off for me. Uh, you know, I, I don't I, I share a lot in the podcast, so. Uh, You all know that I am a former ordained clergy person. I left organized religion. And uh, I'm going to tell you the story about how I became crystal clear on the fact that that although intrinsically, I suppose, there's nothing profoundly wrong with, with institutional religion, the problem is that although it can offer support, it can offer comfort, it can offer um, an extended family, if you will, that the institution itself is more about self-preservation than it is about self-realization. It's more about uh, transaction rather than transformation. So let me tell you the story. I was sent to a county seat church uh, to serve as its pastor in two thousand and nine, uh, seemed you know it was a nice little town, not a huge population, but but it was it was good and I remember pulling into that town uh, and thinking to, and I remember vividly thinking this, and gosh it 's been a long time ago now, but I remember you know probably June of two thousand and nine thinking, I want to see if Love can sustain a community. That was was probably always my goal as a clergy person was to see if love can sustain a a community. After all, uh, the teachings I was professing were about love. Jesus' teachings are about love regardless of the institution that's popped up around his name. Uh, So, and I remember thinking that. And, and I worked very hard for eight years to, to develop that, to share that. And I made my own mistakes, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> um, finally, realizing, had the realization in uh, 2017 that it just can't happen, that that humanity is not self-aware enough to make love, compassion, kindness, forgiveness, understanding to make that not only a central part of an individual's life, but they cannot understand that collectively for sure. I know that's a bold statement, but you know, the the church I served, and and I'm not bragging, but it it was at one point the fastest growing church in the denomination, very successful in all sorts of ways. But with that success came tons of negative energy, which ultimately really crushed me. (laughs) Uh, And I remember pulling away after the van had packed up, you know, the moving van had packed our stuff up and I took one last look at that, that place and I just said to myself, it can't happen. And here's why. Community cannot be built on love because humans don't know love. It's that simple. Uh, but that was really the facilitating thought of, of a great epiphany in my life. Now, you know, No one's perfect, Uh, and I don't believe, you know, I certainly was not the victim of anything uh, other than believing, hoping that the way in which we humans have constructed the world could offer answers. And what I had to surrender to was, no, (laughs) the way we humans have constructed our reality cannot, cannot offer love, compassion, kindness, generosity as a central tenant because that's not the way it's designed. And if I want to find real meaning in my life, and I have spent the last six years uncovering this, and I hope to keep on the journey here, but if I want to discover real meaning in my life, I have to go somewhere other than, you know, the institutions, uh, the education I received. I'm very grateful for my, my, my education. You know, I have a degree in religion. I'm very grateful for that. But it didn't offer me uh, what I was looking for. I was very grateful for a lot of the people I met in my journey through, through being a pastor met a lot of a lot of really great people met some really <laughs> awful people uh you know I, I my point is this folks that relationships, drugs, institutional self help institutional religion uh I searched it all, man, <laughs> and what I found was nothing is there where your truth lies, and I know this sounds cliche, is within you. And the more that you try to push that out, the more you try to solidify that in the world, uh, the more you try to make other people believe that your way is the right way, the, the less truth is there. And when you begin to talk about institutions the size of millions, What it becomes by then is just a self-maintaining apparatus for people to to convince themselves they're right and, and make money. And I know that sounds really cynical. And I don't want to be overly cynical, but that's the way of the world. And it's not that people were evil or bad, although people did act evil at times, but it is that they're all asleep. We keep... Doing the same thing, expecting different results. We keep, which is the definition of insanity, by the way. We keep reinventing organized religion. We keep, you know, the next cult, the next um, truth, the next diet, the next, you know, I went through probably seven different programs on how to build healthy community. And it never worked when I was a community leader because it can't, <laughs> it can't, and that epiphany was everything. Since then, and let me let me give a little good news. Um, what I have discovered is that, essentially, anything external will not will not give me happiness. That if I have any modicum of happiness in my life, it has to be found within me, regardless of the circumstances external to me. Now, that's not to say that some of the external circumstances, you know, sometimes life stinks. Let me tell you, it's hard. But I will also tell you that although in the past six years, life has had its challenges, and, you know, I've had to go back to school, I've had to change careers. Despite all that, I don't think I've ever been happier, to be honest with you, because of that singular uh, understanding that the thing I'm searching for, the meaning I'm searching for, the wholeness I'm searching for, um, is nowhere else but in me. The irony of that is that now I look back and I see you know, the wisdom teachers of the centuries saying that same thing, Buddha. When Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is within you, that's what he's saying. When, when Buddha says the Buddha mind is within you, that's what he's saying. So there's a great symmetry to this. Uh, the institutions that spring up around people's concepts are not going to lead us to communities of love and hope. Only individual transformation will do that. And I hope that for you. Hope that for me. Keep working on it, my friends. Keep working on it. Uh, You know, maybe, maybe, maybe someday if, you know, thousands of individuals discover love as the core uh, motivation for their life, maybe there can be a community built of that. I don't know. I'm skeptical. But what I do know is that I appreciate your time and I'm grateful to the universe for letting me stay, work it out and find truth. There you go, my friends. Thanks. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.